Hello everyone, welcome back. This is Jason from Cornerstone Dog Training, also with Lorelai. Lorelai from Cornerstone Dog Training. <laughs> we're married. We like each other. And we're just coming together today because, da, 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 if you listen to the last podcast, you know we're waiting on a baby. And, and guess we're what? still waiting. We're still waiting. <laughs> baby has not decided to come into this world yet. Some people seem disappointed, but they don't realize I am also disappointed so we're just waiting for that moment to happen and hopefully uh well definitely within about the next week we'll be having a baby because sooner or later we'll just go to the doctor and say i don't want that to happen help us out (laughs) (laughs) we're hoping that uh things just go naturally and we we don't have to be induced but we'll see what happens yep so anyway maybe there's a small small chance by the time this podcast comes out that there will but not likely, right? We'll see. We'll let you know. We'll let you know. Anyway, as we were, we're in this stage of our life and we're kind of excited and yet in limbo waiting for our world to change, uh, for our child to come, we, we were thinking about how, you know, people would be like, do you got the nursery ready? And do you have all of these things ready to go? And go, are you ready? Yeah. And we're like, well, well, yeah, this is our eighth child. Like we, we have hand-me-down clothes. We're not worried, you know, like about I've got all their clothes like in boxes <laughs> with the gender and the how old the... yeah months and yeah. stuff like that. So yeah, we're 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 totally ready that way, but um we were realizing that you know if this was our first child it'd be totally different. And that definitely applies to when you have you're getting a puppy. Whether it's been a while since you've had a puppy or this is your first puppy ever, a lot of times it's like, "Oh, what do I do?" And how do I how do I set this up and uh, do I have all the things ready to go? And it can be kind of stressful. And come to think of it, as we're waiting for this baby, we've kind of prepared more than normal <laughs> because we're thinking might come and we're kind of over preparing in some ways. Whereas James, who surprised us and came at least a week earlier than we thought and came really fast, we were not as prepared, but it all worked out. Yeah. And it does. It all works out, right? Babies are pretty resilient, just like puppies are quite resilient as well. And and so uh, we just thought we'd give some tips and uh, some warnings, or what would be the right word there? Some tips some, and some... Some helpful things to say, guess what? You don't really need... Yeah, there's plenty. Of, there, there are, It's a billions and billions of dollar industry that uh, people buy things that they just don't need. So, for example, like... When, when with with a child, we see these things like with people having their first child, and we see these registries and yeah. So I, I'll go to a baby shower and I'll look at the registry, right? And it's all the things that this first time mom has put on their list of things that they want to get, and it's all great. I totally get it. I've been there, but I flip through two thirds at least of those things and like they don't need that. They don't need that. They don't need that. Yeah, so you kind of we've kind of learned what works at least for us, right? Yeah. And what is overrated? So like you know all like the 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 baby wipe warmer or something like that. Yeah. It's like it's gonna be in your house. Like it's gonna be a decent. T- it'll be fine, right? Yeah. Like it'll it'll be okay. You I'm know? not gonna leave that thing plugged in all the time. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, and there's things like that that we we always you know we thought we needed this and we thought we needed that and we're like yeah it works out it's fine. There's a definitely a few things like with a baby that you've got to get, like you've got to get formula and and things like that, that so that you're ready uh, food-wise. 
And it's no different with a puppy. I mean, item number one, must have with a puppy. You're going to need food. You're going to need food, right? And we highly recommend that that food is simple, um, that it has very few fillers in it, and that it's just a, a good basic puppy food. And we like little because it's a good idea to start using their food so they can start to work for something and feel like they have purpose and they're fulfilled. And food is a great way to do that. Now, you heard about treats, you know, to train dog with treats. You really don't need a lot of treats. And honestly, they're not very healthy for your puppy. Um, you can have some, sure, right? You can have treats every once in a while, but... But necessary, no. Yeah, and it, here's the crazy thing. When it comes to training, the the faster you raise that reward level, the harder it is to go back. And so... If you start with their food and it's just like, hey, work work for your food. And the dog's like, I love it, I love it, I love it. And then you throw out a bigger reward. And then they're like, wait, I could have that? Why am I working for this? And you start to lose your opportunity to motivate them with what you have. Yep. And so he also mentioned small. Often we're talking like small pieces of kibble, which puppy food often comes in. Yeah. They're kind of smaller pieces. So that you can get more reps in, easier for them to chew up and be done with and keep moving so okay so food is definitely number one another essential is to have a kennel yes kennel start from day one with a kennel so we have our favorite type of kennel and for training and that is the plastic one so it's plastic on the back and the the left and right sides and then the front is usually just a wire gate wire door and it's super important that you have a kennel for your puppy because they're learning a lot. They're growing a lot. They need a lot of downtime so they can process and think and sleep and grow. And kennel is huge for that. And it's nice to have kind of a darker, calming area uh, to, to be able to be in and to just have that space so that they can feel like, okay, this space is my space and I can be comfortable. Instead of just all of a sudden a big house and it's like, what do I do in here? I don't know. Yeah, too much for them to handle. So the kennel is a great starting point. Um, and if you have any struggles with the kennel, realize that's fine, that's normal. This is part of this transition time. And we have a lot of help for you with that kennel training challenge. It's really awesome. Yeah, you can go to kenneltrainingchallenge.com and check that out if you want to have help with the kennel training portion of your training. So let's tell them why we don't recommend the or yeah. why we recommend the plastic so, one. So one of the things that like the the wire mesh ones are great. They're built actually just to fold up. And so they're a good idea um and they're awesome because you can make them different sizes. And that's one of the things a lot of people don't plan for is they don't think, you know what? I this dog is going to be this big, so I'm going to get that kennel because I only want to buy one. And I totally agree, but if there's any way you can get a smaller one from a friend or something like that, one of the great secrets to potty training and kennel training is having a smaller kennel and it doesn't have to be like totally cramped but just smaller so the puppy's like you know what maybe just possibly i don't want to go to the bathroom in here yeah. i'm going to start to learn to hold it if your puppy can pee or poop in one corner and live in the other you might have some issues with that yeah you might need a smaller space so the wire kennel ones a lot of times don't feel very safe to a dog because they feel like something can come from any direction and that's why if you ever notice a dog goes into a kennel, like a plastic one, and they, they go in and then they turn around and they face the door, almost always. And so a dog just says, oh, you know what? I just have to protect that one area. Everywhere else is safe, so I'm good. And it's calming and nice. 
Yep, it's like their den. Yeah. Now, if you have a wire mesh one, you can make it work. You can cover, you know, three sides. You can cover three sides of that kennel and make it work. Don't cover the whole thing. That would be very bad and maybe even fatal for your dog. So don't do that. Airflow is good. Yeah, make sure airflow is good. But but it's nice to have kind of a calming area for your dog to be. So kennel is an absolute essential. Also easier to clean out if you have potty problems. Oh yes, and so don't put a bunch of toys in there. Yeah. Or, or anything that can absorb the pee. Yeah. You just want it to be the kennel. And don't worry, that is not sad for the dog. <laughs> they can they, handle it. They yeah. really are good with that. There's a lot of dogs that are actually like warm bodies and they would rather not have anything in there. Yeah. It's just because they're, they're warm. Already. We have some clients say, yeah, we used to try that. And the dog would push everything into a corner and try to sleep on yeah. just lay down just on just like the, the colder plastic. floor. Right? It yeah. happens quite often with dogs. So food, kennel, and then uh, this one's a simple one, but a training leash is yes. huge. Now, when I say a training leash, I don't mean like a leash that is just the common leash that's hooked to uh, to a collar. You, you know, it's funny. Collar, collar would not be one of my things other than just to keep track of your dog and make yeah. sure they're safe. Um, a flat collar, the normal collars that are available aren't really good for anything other than to have some sort of identification. Yeah. When it comes to training, it's not great for that, and it actually can backfire and make things a little worse. So a slip lead is a great training tool. Get one that's not stretchy yep. and that releases quickly. So kind of a thicker rope uh, with that a heavier front. doesn't catch on itself, yep. so it can release. Yeah, and those are definitely things that would come with... We always send those with our training programs, so they're... Because they're awesome if you have the right leash. And it just works with training. Which would be the next thing I'd say is essential. Is you've got to have a training plan from day one. Yes. So we, it doesn't matter what training you feel best going with. Research it out. But have a plan. Because people often come to us that haven't had a plan. Just hoping it kind of would work out. And they've had a few months of not so happy. Yeah. Well, even if you're, you know, if you're, you're waiting to train, you're still training. Yeah, really. The, the, the moment that dog comes, that dog is learning, that puppy's taking things in and seeing, okay, what's going to happen if I do this? Well, they reward me, so I'll keep doing that. Or, you know, and, and we may not know we're doing that, but you're training, your, your dog is learning how to live in their world and they're, going to make up their own rules if we don't help give them boundaries and support yes so in all honesty you are training from day one whether you mean to or not so get a plan so that you can be training towards a direction you really want to go and it makes it sound like that would be more work but in the long run it's really yeah you save yourself save yourself a lot of trouble that way so you're welcome to jump on cornerstonepuppy.com and grab our training process but really it doesn't matter to us just to have a training process yes go wherever you feel comfortable research it out have a plan we'd love to help the other plan that you ought to have uh figured out is kind of a health plan Mm -hmm. you don't want to be missing shots um and before you get your puppy you should be asking the breeder or wherever you get the puppy from about shots and how many have been done um but you want to make sure you take care of those things because those uh, little sicknesses aren't big, but for a puppy they are because they're so small and they, they just can go real quick. So make sure you have a health plan as well. So yeah, talk to your breeder about that and also have a plan of what vet you feel comfortable going to and, and get there and 
make sure that you feel comfortable with the health situation of your puppy. All right, talk to us about some maybes. What are some in-betweens? So some maybe items that you might um, consider getting is a placemat. So we that, debated whether this should be a maybe or, or an a essential. <laughs> it's, it's right there. It's close. Yes. You probably don't need it right away, but it, you would soon. Yeah. So it's part of our training process is using the placemat, uh, even with a puppy, but it becomes really essential when they're five months or older yeah. to have it. Um, but that depends on what training you end up doing. So that's why we put it under the and, under the maybes. And you really, I mean, you can improvise a placemat. You could use a towel. Yes. And you know, or, or a rug, or a rug, or something like small. that. But yeah. but a lot of times, uh, just getting a placemat that's kind of dedicated to, to that purpose is is great. Creates a place for your dog to go that they can be away from other. They know the rules there. Um, and then another maybe is a big one, and it is toys. Yeah, a lot just of, in general. A lot of people get really excited when they buy a puppy, and they want to have something to maybe spoil their puppy with a little bit, and they say, "Hey, I love you," you know. And honestly, puppy doesn't know. It's kind of like when you have kids at Christmas that are young, and you get them this awesome toy you've really thought out, and they care more about the box. Yeah, that's a puppy to a T. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> so. So I love when my friends bring me a little stuffed animal for my newborn, you know, baby. <laughs> Um, that's cute, but the baby does not care. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they so, might, they might care later, like yeah. when they're two or something or three, but they don't really care about stuffed animals right when they're born. Yeah. So often with dogs though, toys can be actually detrimental the way that they often get used. It can be something that hypes them up instead of helping them learn to be calm. Uh, they also can't really differentiate between should I chew all over this thing? Oh, what's the difference between that and your couch or your shoes? Teaches great resource guarding, <laughs> which is something we have to fix later. Yeah. So people come and are like, well, my dog just gets really angry whenever the, the bones around or this favorite toy or whatever. Yeah. You so. do better it, to, to get a toy. If you want to get a toy for your puppy, get a toy. And then the idea is that it is your toy and you allow the puppy to use it. And if you think that way, you'll bless your puppy's world. Yes. But realize even in that, oh, toys are not necessary. This is just a bonus thing. Yep. So. All right. There sure are some things. So. Sorry. There are some things that are overrated or we would say like, no way. Like, don't even, don't do it. It's a trap. It don't do it. It causes problems. Yeah. Uh, so number one is uh, potty pads. Don't, don't do it. They're, they're not bad. Like uh, there's a place for them with breeders and when puppies are really, really young, but by the time they come to you, you really should be past the potty pad moment. And we want to start teaching them to hold it in the kennel and to go outside instead of to potty on some soft surface, like a rug or a potty pad yeah. or carpet. Think about that. <laughs> like how this is so confusing to a puppy. They're like, well, this it seems like this rug and this carpet are functioning the same. So that works for them, right? So it's very confusing. Yeah, so I would, if if you're sitting there saying, yeah, but I live in an apartment and it's not going to work. I, I have to use body pads. I would actually say that I would get something. They have like puppy litter boxes that you can put, uh, you can put, you can put like a, a fake grass over. Mm. And that's a, that's a really good option for in between. 
Um, it's not a forever option usually, unless you're always in an apartment and that's the way it's going to work. But you're teaching your puppy to go in a certain spot. And that would, in, in an, whether you're in an apartment or at a home, that's a great thing to start to do yep. as far as your training. I went into a home to buy a cello, actually, with our son. And we're looking at this cello. And they had, had no idea that we were dog trainers. Totally fine. But there were potty pads all over the house. Like, that's just how they lived. Because apparently the dog would just go anywhere. So I felt bad. Like, it's, it's easier. Don't make your life that difficult. <laughs> yeah. It'll be hard maybe at first because you're like, oh, this is what they've been using. But using a kennel and using the right process, you can flip that real quick and make you, the next decade of your life yes. a lot better. Decade plus. Another overrated or no way, I would say it's a no way. Flexi leash? Yeah. Don't do it. Flexi leashes are those leashes that are retractable that come back in and wind back up. And the reason it's a problem is because uh, dogs have a reflex called opposition reflex. So when that leash is on, it's always putting pressure on the front of their neck. Not a lot of pressure, but enough that they feel it and they pull into it. So if you look around and you see someone with a flexi leash, you can almost guarantee, unless it's locked, <laughs> that that dog is out in front, usually clear at the end, pulling still on the leash because a flexi leash teaches and encourages encourages pulling yep so it seems like a great idea the concept seems like it would be awesome but it just doesn't work with how a dog thinks yeah we've already another one is we've already talked about wire kennels um an overload of extra treats would also be a, a bad idea again it's not good for their health and it demotivates them like we talked about Okay, so there's maybe a few things to watch out for. Some essentials. Again, the essentials are food, kennel, a leash, a training leash, training plan, and a health plan. Other than that, you don't need a whole bunch. Like, as far as a bare, the bare essentials, you don't need very much. Um, maybe, you know, a soft toy, softer tug toy to play with while their teeth are still growing, uh, and a placemat. But really, you don't need to go spend an arm and a leg uh, to spoil your puppy, they won't know you're there being spoiled. I thought of one more optional. Depending on your training plan, you might want a treat pouch to make it easy to work with food. But guess what? A Ziploc in your pocket can work as well. Works great. Yep. All right. Well, hopefully that's helpful. And if you're getting a new puppy, we're super excited for you. It's a great experience. you got got 100 days of puppyhood that yep. can be it ups and downs. Days. And you'll have great ups. And then the next day you'll be like, what happened to all my ups? And you're back down. <laughs> but it's exciting and it's fun. And it's a journey worth taking. And we're excited for you to add to your family and to, to help that puppy become an awesome part of your world. Yeah, remember you're building a puppy. It's 100 days, but you're building this dog that you're going to have for probably a decade or more yep. so it's an important hundred days and it can be discouraging but keep at it <laughs> yeah you got this happy training